Hey, we praise you today. Let's give our choir musicians a hand today. Appreciate them leading us in worship today. All for him. You know, when it comes to Jesus, it's just all or nothing. You can't give him partial praise. Because he's worthy of all the praise. You can't give him less than he's worthy of. We'll make sure that we're giving him all the praise and all the glory. He's worthy of it. You know, I, I want to have the same kind of feelings that those shepherds had when they heard about a child was born. They didn't just go back to eating or doing whatever they were doing and say, wow, that was pretty cool. But they said, let's go find this, this Jesus. Let's go find this child. Let's go find him. And I tell you, when I hear about the Lord, I just want to start seeking after him. More about him. I want to know more about him. More of Jesus. Old song said, more of Jesus. I would know. I want to know more about him. I want to go, grow in grace and knowledge of the Lord. And uh, the more I know about him, the better my life gets. I know that. And I'm thankful for him this morning. appreciate you. A couple of verses of scripture. If you've got your Bibles, you want to turn with it. It's Matthew chapter 1. Two verses, verse 23 and verse 25. Matthew 1, 23 and 25. Matthew 1 and 23 says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. That's miraculous. It's prophetic. It was spoken by the prophet Isaiah long before it came to pass, but it came to pass. A virgin shall be with child, shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, being interpreted, is God with us. Verse 25 says, And he, Joseph, knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. And I want to preach for just a few moments on this thought today. God with us. God with us. Let's pray for the lesson today. Precious Lord, we love you so much and thank you. Oh, so thankful that you came, that you lived. And we're so grateful for the sacrifice you made that we could be saved. Lord, today bless us as we hear from your word. Lord, anoint these lips of clay. Lord, let us all be made better and be ready to meet you when you come again. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord another hand and a shout before you're seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can be seated. I'm thankful today that God with us wasn't a one-time thing, but God with us became a blanket statement for the rest of time because eventually uh, the Scripture says that we that are ready, we're going to be with him, uh, caught up in the air with him, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Uh, Jesus said, look, I'm going away to prepare a place that where I am, you can be also. He said, I want to be with you. And so this is not something that was a one-time thing that was just for this a statement made for this one night. This was the announcement of something great coming into this world. And so... Uh, He's going to be with you. 
Look at your neighbor and say, God's with you. That's not just something to make you feel better. It should make you feel better, but it's the truth. God is with us. Uh, When you look up the word with in the dictionary, it means near to, in the care of, or the company of. And so now I know that God is near me. I know that I am in his care and that I am in his company. And if God's with me, God's for me, well, who can be against me? I'm glad to be with God. I'm glad for God to be with me. I'm thankful for him. And so before we get too far into the with, let's talk about without. Now, evidently, I mean, obviously, there are things that we can do without. We can do without drama. (laughs) You know, we can do without heartache and headache and and back pain and body. There's a lot of things we can do without. Uh, We don't mind doing without things that hurt us. It's the things that we like, want, or need that we don't want to do without. You know, we don't, uh, you know, basic needs, food, clothing, water, shelter, electricity, heat, gas for your car, money for bills. These, these are things we don't want to do without. These are the things we want to be associated with because uh, doing without these things causes a very negative result in your life. If you were to do without food for too long, you would die. If you do without water too long, you will die. If you do without clothing, well, uh, there's a lot of things that can happen. Uh, you'll end up in trouble or locked up or something. Uh, but if you do without shelter and without heat, warmth, things, elements can kill you. You can, you can die of exposure because uh, these things you are doing without. If you don't have gas in your car, you're going to be sitting on the side of the road or not going. You, you are without transportation. You don't like doing without these things. If you don't have any money, well, you do without. And we don't like doing without. You know, even left to our own devices as people, we're not worth very much by ourselves. Right. Psalm 39 and 5 lets us know that even in our best state, every man, it says, at his best is still vanity. Right. Well, I got it on. Why well, I'm, I'm on a winning streak. I'm doing good. Don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. Proverbs 14 12 said, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. Even when we think we've got it figured out, if it's our way, it ain't a good way. It don't mean nothing. Paul summed us up like this as Gentiles in Ephesians 2 and 12 when he reminded us that we were Gentiles. He said, At that time you were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the uh, covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Jesus simply said it like this in John 15 and 5, for without me, you can do nothing. There are uh, some things that we just can't do without, but there is one thing that we absolutely cannot do without, and that's God. And that's why uh, in the prophecy he said, uh, we're going to go ahead and and let you understand, get a meaning, get a grasp of what this means when you see this sign. Isaiah said it would be a sign unto you. He said there will be a virgin with child and she'll bring forth a son and they're going to call his name Emmanuel. Interpreted, that means God 
with us. Man, what hope has just been spoke into a world. Because we at one time were without Christ and we were one time without God in this world. But when he came to this earth, when he was born of a virgin, it wasn't just a one-time thing that happened. It wasn't just something to, to make a cool story. But he was letting us know that God would now be with us. It has always been his desire for him to be with us. He would walk and talk. Uh, I, I suppose walk, talk. We say walk and talk. Uh, maybe I'm singing the song, Walk With Me. I don't know in my head, but in the garden with Adam, uh, you know, he would uh, be with Adam and talk with him in the, in the cool part of the day, and he would be there. He would be with Adam, had fellowship with Adam, want to be where he was, but it was Adam's choices and Adam's decisions that, that him and Eve made that caused him to be separated from God, but God always wanted to be with his creation. So Isaiah wasn't just talking about something that would be with us. He was telling us about something we can't do without. He was telling us, listen, I can't do without God. Me by myself, that's trouble. <laughs> Me on my own, I'm headed to a bad place. But as long as I've got God, it don't mean you won't be sick, but you got a healer. <laughs> it won't mean you won't get in trouble, but you got some help. The Bible says he's a very present Help in time of trouble. He's with you wherever you go. If it is God with us, and then he said when the child was born, he called his name Jesus. What he was saying, when you look at Jesus, you see God with us. That, you can just, just a very short, very brief, but ain't no wiggle room in it. That's your oneness Bible study for this service. If a son was going to be brought forth and he would be Emmanuel, God with us, and then they named him Jesus, hello, God with us, his name is Jesus. Praise God. Thankful for that. Write that down. It's good. And so if Jesus is this God, and I'm so thankful for him, God with us, what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. Here's some names of God, and God don't never change. He's always the same. This God is also known as Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Jehovah Rapha, our healer. Jehovah Nisi, our victory. Jehovah Mekadesh, our sanctifier. Jehovah Shalom, our peace. Jehovah Sabaoth, Lord of hosts. Jehovah Elion, most high. Jehovah Ra, our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, you know, I shall not want. Jehovah Hasanu, our maker. Jehovah Sidkenu, righteousness. And Jehovah Shema, ever present one or with us. When he said that this child would be called Emmanuel, God with us, all these things were in this child in this Jesus who is our God. He is our provider. He is our healer. He is our victory. He's our sanctifier and our peace. He is the Lord of hosts. He is the most high. He is our shepherd, our maker, our righteousness, and he is our ever present one. Aren't you thankful today? 
There'll be a lot of things said this time of year about him coming to this earth, but it's, it's so, uh, it, it don't explain. They don't explain it. They just, they quote it and they talk about it, but they don't know what it means. But man, when you finally realize and get it in your mind that when he came to this earth, it was because God wanted to be with us. He wants to be with us. He's for us. He wants to dwell inside of us. He wants to bring us through. He wants to help us out. He wants to wash away our sins. He wants to heal my body. Let me tell you, he wants to provide for me. He wants to show himself strong on my behalf. God with us. There's a lot of things that I can do without in this world, but I cannot do without God. And I tell you, I think that this world had finally got to a point where he realized, even Paul said, you know, there was a time in history where God looked at things and winked at it. But now he's calling for every man to repent. I believe when he came to this earth, he said, the world has gone on long enough without what they could, with something they couldn't do without, and that's me. And so no longer is it going to be about going to the priest and doing these things, but it's going to be about me manifest in the flesh, walking on this earth. Woo! Hey, I'm glad that one day God said they can't do without me, so it's time for me to show up. For unto us a child is born, a son is given. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. I'm glad today that God is with us. That statement didn't come to a close whenever they uh, killed him, buried him, or when he resurrected and ascended on high. But from the time that he ever set foot into this earth in that body, Jesus Christ, the righteous, God has been with us. That's why there's two or more gathered in his name. He's there in the midst or he is with us. When he fills you with the Holy Ghost, he's with you. I'm glad today that God is with us. And so Jesus Christ, God manifest in the flesh. Without him, I can do nothing. But Paul said, with him I can, and through him, I can do all things. You know why we do Everything that we do, all of it we do in the name of Jesus. Because without him, I can do nothing. My best efforts, your best efforts without God won't accomplish anything that would last. It don't mean nothing. The best of things don't mean anything without God. The finest of things this world can provide mean nothing without God. All the money in the bank, all the riches in the world, the, the, uh, you can have the 0% body fat. If anybody in here has got that. But, uh, man, you can get that perfect, clean bill of health. You can have the best house, the easiest job. You can even have a great dog. But it don't mean nothing without Jesus. It don't mean nothing without God. All these things, because nothing else on this world or in this world can save you. You can't be good enough to be saved. I can't be good enough to be saved. And guess what? The people we love can't be good enough for us to be saved. It takes God to be saved. That's why the Lord, he, he, he made the statement. He said, look unto me all ends of the earth and be saved for I am God and there is none else. I'm glad today that the only way I could be saved came to us. He said, I'm the only way to be saved. And he didn't stay out of reach. 
I'm the only way to be healed, and he didn't stay out of reach. I'm the only way to be delivered, and he didn't stay out of reach. I'm the only way you're going to get to heaven, and he didn't stay out of reach. Man, I tell you what, I'm glad today to know that God is with us. Come on, give the Lord a hand in this house. Hallelujah. In, in the time of Moses, when they were getting ready, God's leading them and God's so frustrated with Israel because they just keep uh, trying him and testing him and, and not obeying him and, and just getting sideways. And, and so finally he tells Moses, I'm going to send you know, uh, an angel with you to go over into the promised land and, and you're going to go in this land. It'll be just like I said, it'll be a land flowing with milk and honey. And it'll be everything that I said it was, but, but I'm not going. And now, the, it's the promised land. None of it's going to change. It's all there, just like it was. But God just said, I'm not going. You know what Moses said about that? Exodus 33 and 15, he said unto the Lord, if your presence goes not, doesn't go with me, then don't carry us up hence. If you're not going, I don't care if it is a land flow of milk and honey. I'd rather be in the wilderness with you than be in the promised land without you. Hey, I'd, I'd rather have uh, my share of trials and tests with God than to live in this world and be without God. Uh, I, hey, what makes it worth it all is having God with us. And then uh, he told him, he said, your presence, if it, don't, if it doesn't go with me, don't carry us up. For wherein, or how's it going to be known here? that I and your people have found grace in thy sight, is it not that thou goest with us? You know how this world knows that we got something? It's because God's with us all the time. We don't leave it sitting up. We don't get up and say, all right, I'm going to leave my Holy Ghost in my seat. I'll be back Sunday to get it. I'll be back Wednesday to get it. This is my seat. This is where I park my Holy Ghost. No, when I walk out the door, God's with me. When I wake up in the morning, God's with me. When I go to work, God's with me. When I go to school, God's with me. If I'm in town, God's with me. If I'm on vacation, God's with me. If I'm traveling to the other side of the world, God's with me. And he said, the only way people will know, it's not by what I can just say, is it not that you are with us? Because if he's not with us, nothing's happening. And you can tell people all day long, I belong to the Lord. Well, how come nothing happens? When people tell me they belong to the Lord and I don't see nothing happening, I got to wonder, God, should I just take your word for it? Because let me tell you, God shows up and things happen. When he, Jesus showed up, things got healed, things got delivered, people got saved, people got hope, people got better, people got what they needed. If God's with you, people are going to see you making it. People, yeah, people are going to see you coming through. You know what they'll see? They'll see you struggle. What I, how many times have I quoted this uh, since I've been pastoring? David said, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. But I, 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 now I added this. But I have seen the righteous sick, hurt, brokenhearted, cast down, discouraged. I've seen him in every shape or fashion that you could want to see him in. But one thing I have never seen is I have never seen the righteous forsaken. People will see you struggle, but they will see you come through when God's with you. Aren't you glad today that God's with you? I'm glad today that God is with me. And so the Lord, Moses told him, said, if you're not going, 
that milk and honey can stay there. Those grapes and all those vineyards and cities and all these, just let them keep it. Without you, I'm not going. If you're not going, God, I'm not going because without you, I know that it won't mean nothing. It'd be, oh, I'd love to see an angel. That's great. But if I never see one, it'd be all right as long as God's with me. Some people might be satisfied. Well, if I just see an angel, I'd be all right. Angel can't save you. But God can. God can. Angels are just ministering spirits from the Lord. It, 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 it ain't God. I want the Lord. I don't care about the finest of things if God isn't with it. I want God to be with me. What I love is about uh, the, this, in this time of announcement of, of God coming into this earth, all the different ways it's told in Scripture. But in Luke, he recorded it like this in Luke 2, 10 and 11. He said, the angel speaking to the shepherds, first thing, fear not. This ain't something that ought to scare you. It shouldn't instill fear in you. This is something, he said, I'm bringing you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. What I'm about to tell you is that God's about to become available to all people. There was a time where, what Paul say, we were Gentiles and we were without God in this world. But he said, now he's coming to this earth. He's going to be manifest in the flesh. And this is good news for everybody. It don't matter where they're from, what they look like. This is good news for everybody. He said, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I'm glad today that the Savior, my God, is with me. I'm glad that he's with us. I'm glad that he came to this earth. Aren't you thankful for the Savior of the world? I'm thankful for the Savior. The Lord said this. I didn't give you this scripture, so don't worry about it. Uh, In Isaiah 45 and 21, he said, Tell ye and bring them near. Let all them take counsel together. Who has declared this from ancient time? Who has told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? There is no God else beside me. A just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Look unto me and be saved all ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. I have sworn by myself the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return that unto me every knee shall bow and every tongue shall swear. Let me tell you, he's the king and he's the only one. He's God and he's the only one. When God came down and dwelt among us, he's the only one. John wondered one time, said, are you the one we're look, uh, that, are, are you he or do we look for another? And Jesus told, said, go, t- go back and tell him what you see happening. Tell him about the miracles. Tell him about the preaching. And he'll understand once and for all that I am God with you. I don't have to look for another, search for another. Jesus Christ was God manifest in the flesh. He came and walked this earth. He lived and he preached and he did miracles. He died for my sins and your sins. And then he uh, was placed in a tomb, resurrected from the dead, ascended up into heaven, and then filled us with the Holy Ghost in his name. God with us. That's why he could say that... uh, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That's why I can say I'll be with you always, even until the end. He said, I'll be with you. Because one, that, that spirit's an abiding spirit. It don't, it don't take a vacation. It don't uh, take off. It don't just stop by once a quarter, but it's always with you. I'm thankful for the mighty God. 
the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. I'm thankful that when that child was born, it was more than just a baby. It was more than just some prophet. It was more than just some good, righteous, holy man. But it was God Almighty manifest in the flesh. Let me tell you, everything that you and I need uh, comes from God. And if God had not come, we would be doing without. Wouldn't it be so sad if God had just stayed where he was and kept his focus on Israel and you and I as Gentiles just had to sit around on the outside looking in, wishing, wanting, desiring to have those things, but no way. But one day he he made a way for you and I to be grafted in. You know what that means? I'm with him. If you graft a vine or graft a limb into a tree, now that limb is with that tree. You and I have been grafted into the vine. We are part of the kingdom of God. We are part of of this heritage now. Hey, when I went to Israel, how long has that been since we've been? I remember this one Jewish guy that I met in the airport. Of course, I I had that just, I was so hyper excited about going to Israel and and everything. Man, I was talking to him and he was a Jewish guy, real nice guy. He was super nice. I think he could just tell I was one of these overzealous Christian people going to his his homeland, but uh, I was like, well, I said, I said, the way I feel, you and I are like brothers, man, I'm going home because I've been grafted in the vine. I'm thinking he's thinking like, <laughs> I don't even know if he's ever read what Paul wrote, but, uh, but you know, that's the way I felt. I was so excited about it, uh, and I did. I saw them guys walking around, man, praying down there at the wall and different things. I was like, man, look at all my brothers down there just praying. There. Look at all these people. I, we just all, they don't know, they don't know me, you know, I, I'm the, the I'm that brother that shows up to spoil the party. You know what? Where'd you come from? But uh, sorry, but God grafted me in, like it or not. Here I am. Yeah, I'm a Gentile. I know it, but uh, I've been washed in the blood and filled with the Spirit. I've been adopted. I'm glad that He came. I'm glad that He came. I'm glad that He came. God with us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad that he came and, and, and I'm glad, oh, you know, he could, but he couldn't just come and he couldn't just be here and then that be it. He, he had to die. He did what he came to do. One of the most profound and, and, and uh, statements that is ever made about his birth was made by Jesus. And he made it to Pilate when they were about to condemn him to death. He said, to this end was I born. You know, his birth, as beautiful and wonderful and as awesome as it is, would have meant nothing really if he had not went to Calvary. He had to go and do, he had to, you know, Paul wrote to Timothy, said, look, here's a, this is a faithful saying, said that Jesus Christ come into the world to save sinners. Whew. Thank God, thank God, thank God. I'm glad for healings, I'm glad for miracles and blessings, but Woo, I'm glad to be saved. I'm glad that there was a name, Jesus, and there's no other name under heaven given whereby we must be saved. I'm glad when that name showed up that salvation came with it, and you shall call him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And so here's the great thing. We never have to do without him. You, don't, you and I, we don't have to do without him anymore. He's the answer to everything, and we've got him. He's here. He's with us. God is with us, near to us. We are in his care. When Paul preached in Acts 17, he said, these people, they don't even know 
about God. They worship the unknown God. He says, so I'm going to declare him. But in that little speech, in that little part of preaching, he said, we're supposed to be searching God, though he, he's not far from any of us. In other words, he's with us. He said, now, he said, there was a time where God looked at these things and he winked at it, but now he's calling for men everywhere to repent and he wants us to seek him and search him if happily we might find him. He's not far from him. He said, though he be not far from every one of us, from every one of us, when he came to this earth, the plan started or started in action. It had been in, in his mind from the beginning of time, I guess, but but. When it started in motion, it couldn't stop. And from that time forth, people would have access to the kingdom through new birth in his name. And, and, and they would have access to the Savior, to this saving God. Didn't matter who they were. No more carrying bulls and goats and things to be sacrificed. But now, the sacrifice of that lamb. John the Baptist looked up and said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. I'm thankful today that God came to this earth, that God is with us. I'm, I'm, I'm coming down to a, to a close, but, uh, but God has always let his people know when, when God was with them, nothing to worry about. And uh, we talked about Moses, but then when Joshua took over the, the reins and he began to be the leader, this is what uh, the Lord told Joshua. In Joshua 1 and 5, he said, There shall not be any man able to stand before you all the days of your life. He said, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Man, that's a promise. I'm going to be with you. Well, you know what we could say today? Just like God was with Moses and just like God was with Joshua, he's going to be with you. And he's going to be with me. And he won't forsake us. In verse 9, he said, Have I not commanded you, be strong and of a good cheer? Don't be afraid, don't be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. He said, here's why you can have courage, here's why you can push fear back, because God will be with you wherever you go. Man, it can get dark sometimes. It can get rough sometimes. It, you know, and... It's only fearful when we forget that he's there or that we forget who he is. When the disciples got in the boat with him to go over to the other side, he went to take a nap. They had a panic attack because the boat was filling up with water. Don't you care? Hey, Master, don't you care that we're about to perish? Did you forget that he was with you? Him being in the boat should have uh, brought enough faith and confidence for them not to worry about that. But, you know, a lesson for us, a good lesson there, you know, what they went through teaches us. And I don't have to be afraid. The Lord said, where's your faith? Why are you afraid? You know, I've said this before. Do they really think that boat was going to go down with him in it? You think he was going to swim or just leave them to drown or whatever? No. And so this is what the Lord is telling Joshua. He said, listen, the reason you don't have to worry, don't have to be afraid, don't have to be dismayed, like everything, nothing's working, nothing's going, I can't, I'm never going to make it. Listen, because God is with you wherever you go. That means he's with you. Uh, he ain't just with you in green pastures. He ain't just with you by the cool waterside. 
he's just with you on the sunny days and the easy, flat, level ground. But he said, I'm going to be with you in the valley, wherever you go, so that you won't be afraid, so that you won't lose hope, so that you don't give up. When God came to dwell on this earth, when that, that prophecy was, was uttered that night by, by that angel, when he, said, when he said what he said, this woman's going to have a child. He's, she's going to bring forth a son. And he's going to be Emmanuel, God with us. Man, let me tell you, the, the way of this world changed for mankind. Man was now going to have access to a, a life that would be free from fear that they could just not have to worry about giving up or throwing in the towel. They could just trust God and serve God and see God do miracles. And he said, wherever you go, I will be with you in the valley, climbing that rough mountain, in the fire, in the den of lions, in sickness. Yeah, he's going to be with us for better or worse, richer or poorer, (laughs) sickness and in hell. But you know what's great? Death ain't going to separate us. It's just to be absent from the body is to be present with. <laughs> Once he said God with us, woo! I've told you it's a blanket statement for the rest of time, for the rest of eternity for us, for those that believe and are now his children. It's a blanket statement for the rest of time. That beautiful Psalm, Psalm 23, we love it so much, Psalm 23 and 4. He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. I'm going to walk through it. I'm not going to be afraid because you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. He said, God's got something that I trust. God is going to be with me, and he's got things that will protect me, take care of me, and watch over me. Jesus said it like this in Matthew 28 and 20. He said, I am with you always. When he was getting ready to leave this world and and, and vanish out of their sight again, and I know that made them sad. I know that bothered them because they loved Jesus. And and I tell you, be real. I'm sure it was a lot more comforting being able to see him. Turn around and look, and he's there. But he's getting ready to ascend and be gone now until he returns again. But he tells them, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. I'm with you. Just because, of course, he's a grown man now. I came and the prophecy was filled, God with us. Just because you see me vanish up out of sight, Nothing changes about our relationship. Just because you can't see me don't mean I can't see you. Hello, Job. Job said, I can't see him or perceive him, but I do know that he knows the way I take. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. He's always watching over us. He never loses sight of us. And so he says, listen, nothing's going to change. I'm going to be with you always, even until the end of the world. And you can stand with me. And then... The writer of Hebrews, in case you think, well, that was just for them that heard him right there. In Hebrews 13 and 8, Jesus Christ the same. Yesterday, today, forever. If I said I'd be with you then, I'll be with you now. 
and I'll be with you tomorrow. Look at your neighbor and say, the Lord ain't going nowhere. That means I ain't going nowhere without the Lord. Wherever I go, God's going to be there. Aren't you thankful for God with us? You know, we prepare. Sometimes we, we get ready to go on a trip, man. We'll pack up and prepare. Make a list. Got to make sure I got, you know, depends on where you're going. Uh, if you're going, maybe going to the beach or somewhere, I want to make sure I got sunscreen. I want to make sure I got my beach chair. I want to make sure I got an umbrella. Got my big hat. Got my book to read. And, you know, you're trying to plan everything. You, you know, I got to have all this with me so I can enjoy myself. I'm take it all with me. But, you know, we always forget stuff. And we don't have what we need with us. But man, if you've got God, you've got all you need. When you take him with you, you know, you, you can just look at little things like that and go, oh, well, instead of looking at a book, I'll just look at this beautiful ocean that God created. i just look around at this beautiful sky and sand. And i look at the sand and think about the scriptures that talk about his people being like the sand of the sea. Or I can look at that water and go stand in it and think about it. He says he holds those waters in the hollow part of his hand. You know, I, I think about scripture when I look at things because he created all this. God with us. Every time you look around, it says even the things that he made testify in or an affirmation of his eternal Godhead. So when you look around at things, he's with you everywhere you go. He's with you everywhere you go. I'm thankful. So thankful. You know, take the opportunity to let somebody know what this, what this means. A lot of people talking about his birth this time of year. I know what they, and, uh, but to them it's all about a, you know, a card or, or printed on something. And, or, or if they just could get a revelation of what it meant to have God with us. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. Tell somebody about Jesus. Let them know he's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He'll be with you. Praise the Lord. Let's lift our hands and pray together this morning. Let's be thankful to him today. Let's worship him for a moment and pray. Oh, we love you this morning, Jesus. We praise you today. And we're so thankful today that you made a way, Lord, for us to be with you always. Lord, you came to us to be with us. But then you died and washed us in your blood and filled us with your spirit so we could be with you where you are. Oh, we praise you today. We love you so much. So thankful for you today, Lord. God, we give you honor and glory. We give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 Will you sing that? While she's singing this song, let's worship the Lord for a moment. Oh, don't you love him? If you need to pray this morning, the altar's open. You can come down and find a place to pray if you need to today. Come meet this God that came down to be with us. Maybe just step down into the altar and worship. Worship this King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for him. Hallelujah. The mighty God. He didn't pass us off to somebody else. I know they're Gentiles, but they're all my creation. So he didn't just pass us off to somebody else, but God himself. Aren't you thankful for this great God today? Give the Lord a hand clap and a shout at this house today. Hallelujah. 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 We appreciate the Lord so much and so thankful for him. And more than just for one time of year, too. I mean, I'm thankful for him 365 days, every second, every moment. I'm thankful for this great God that came to dwell inside of us. Amen. Praise God. I hope you have a blessed week. If you're traveling and going to enjoy your families, be be safe, be careful. It'll be crazy out on the roads, I'm sure, but just just watch yourself. And if you can be at prayer tomorrow night at 7, love to see you here. And if we don't see you tomorrow night, I guess we will see you next week, next Sunday. So God bless you. Have a wonderful day. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.